Oh, great initiative by the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Empowering the Jamaican people to become financially literate. Hey, keep up the good work. Informative and valuable content that is so easy to follow along. I've learned so much from the Jamaica Stock Exchange and new podcast. You're tuned in to the Jamaica Stock Exchange and new podcast, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange, hosted by Henneke Watkins-Porter, demystifying the capital market. Your path to understanding wealth starts now. Henneke Watkins Sporter, and this is the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange hosted by yours truly. Now, this week, our guest is Suzette Price, and Suzette is the manager of the retail repo division of the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Her responsibilities include management of the trusts between securities dealers and retail repo clients processing and settlement of retail repo transactions, hypothecations of securities, and audit confirmations. Now, first of all, Suzette, welcome. And I want you to break down all of what I just said a while ago. Thank you, Hanika. And good morning again to yourself and your guests, both listening and joining Retail Repo division of the trustee services for the JCSD. Basically, we act as trustee for the retail repo market. And you might want to know what is a retail repo? No, I have to first explain to you what is a repurchase agreement. No, this is where a particular security is used as collateral for an agreement between two parties. No, where that is a classic repurchase agreement. Now the retail repurchase agreement is where it's the same two persons coming together to to put together an agreement to say, I'm giving this security as collateral. But in this instance, the ownership of that security does not change. All that the investor has is just the agreement to say, I have an interest in this security. Okay, so before you go any further, right, I should also say to you that I have an audience member who has a question, and I think at this point, it is very fitting that I bring in Charles Hyatt, and Charles Hyatt is going to tell us what he does and then proceed to ask his question, and then from that, you can clarify further. Is that all right? That's fine. All right. Welcome, Charles. Welcome. Thank you so much, Henneke. And hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, Charles. I'm fine. Thank you. Wonderful. So I am Charles Hyatt. I'm the CEO and Managing Director of Good News Jamaica. Good News Jamaica is an online medium that tells about the positive information and imagery about Jamaica and Jamaicans globally. I am interested in hearing what the Funds Administration unit does or is it a unit or is it a service it's a fund administration service from the jamaica stock exchange what is that about the funds administration service it is it is a service it is made up of trustee officers and fund accountants now what we do is to record the activity of a fund and fund will come about as 
part of a collective investment scheme where investors pool their funds together in order to have more benefit, more buying power for investments for all. So basically what that service entails is the accounting function for a fund. So we would record all the activities whether it is new persons coming into the fund or it is investment for that fund, the fund buying securities, whether it is equity or debt or physical assets. So once that is recorded in our system, then we would generate accounting reports to the fund man administrators or fund managers. And so what I'd love for you to do is to give a practical example of how, how might you demonstrate something, you know, where a fund is being managed or administered. So a practical example of the service that we provide as it pertains to fund administration. We will be approached by a fund manager to provide accounting information for a particular fund that they have set up. Now, all the activity that takes place on a day-to-day basis on that fund will be submitted to the JCSD. So, for instance, the fund is admitting a new member. The fund manager will send the information pertaining to that new member, meaning how much of the fund is this investor partaking of? and in what currency. So that information will be sent to the JCSD and we will put it in a system that is specifically designed to capture that information. If the fund is investing in equity, the fund manager would send the information pertaining to that investment, meaning what is the name of the the security that is being purchased? how much of the security is being purchased and what's the cost of the purchase itself. All of that information is taken and inputted into the system that we have for that purpose. Now, you hear me referring to a system. Now, the JCSD acquired a Microgen 5 Series system. We have acquired the, the rights and license to partake of this and use this system. This system is specifically designed to record and manage do the administration for funds. It is highly configurable, meaning that you can set this system up to for your own needs or the specific needs of your particular fund. You can use branding within this system. It is multi-currency and it has the capability to record every single activity that a fund will, will partake of. So that microgen system that you're, ma- you're making mention of, so that's like a software just for you know, ease of understanding. It is a software. It's a software, right. So it can be interchangeable with software. All right. right. And, and the fund is any, any kind of a capital, whether, like you said, it's asset, it's um, you know, physical assets, or it is a loan or, or other capital, right? Right. So the fund invests in various investment schemes. They invest in equity, debt. They invest in um, physical assets, 
cars, yacht, land, building. So all of that information, all that asset type can be recorded in the Microgen 5 series. Okay. So Charles, um, did Suzette answer your question? Is there anything you want to clarify from that? Oh, no. I think the question was answered very well. Thank you, Suzette, for for giving that, that comprehensive answer. I appreciate it. And thank you to Charles for engaging with us as an audience member. Now, Suzette, I want to pick up from where you um, you and I left off initially before I brought Charles in. And you were talking a little bit about the repo and retail transactions. I know you're talking about hypothecation and all of these things. So is hypothecation in my mind is simply, okay, I have some money here at company A, investment bank A. And I want a loan from Commercial Bank A as well. And so I can say to Commercial Bank A that, look, I have some funds at Investment Bank A. Let me use that as collateral for the loan. Um, is that explanation correct? It is correct. Okay, But as a professional and the expert, you may want to expound on that because, I mean, I'm taking it from the layman's perspective. Huh? In terms of retail repo, hypothecation, what is done and it's similar to what you just explained. It's basically just using your agreement to secure a loan with, with an investment house or a bank or wherever. So what happens is that the investor will would go into a retail repo agreement with a security dealer. And they have this, we call it a contract, but it's really an agreement to say, I am going to give you my funds and you're going to give me interest in a particular security. That in itself is a hypothecation. But you're going to further hypothecate or pledge this agreement. Right. Pledge is a, is a word that you think is a little more audience friendly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's use that. Right. So it is a pledge in itself, but you're going to further pledge it. Usually for us, this is between the same security dealer. So you're saying to the security dealer, hold on to my contract with you while you lend me some money in the interim. So what we do is to put a restriction on that contract itself to say you cannot encash it, you cannot use it until you have settled now this further pledge with the security dealer. Mm -hmm. So until you pay off that loan, for example, then you don't have access to it. Or can you have access to the portion? Because over time you would have paid off a particular amount. So is it that, okay, so let's say I borrowed a million dollars and I hypothecated that amount in the funds that I had and I would have made a payment over time of say $500,000, will I then now have access or regain access to that $500,000 because I've already honored my obligation to that $500,000? So would I be able to, to do that? Well, all of, of what you're saying is determined by the agreement of that. Oh, okay, so the agreement is what determines the outcome then. And okay. Right, because if it is that you have agreed with the, with the lender, to say, as I pay you back, you will give me some leeway on this on this contract to free up a portion 
the next question, thanks for answering that. So the next question then, Suzette, is based on what you do as a fund administrator, don't you have some general basic best practices guidelines that would be like a one size fits all to all these other investment houses, commercial banks, et cetera? All right. So let me just um, differentiate here. The fund administration, it pertains to collective investment schemes or funds, while the, the retail repo Oh, so that's the difference. Okay. Now I'm getting it. Now I'm getting it. And I'm sure my listeners are saying, oh, now I see what you're saying. (laughs) Different things. And they both have um, best practices. They both have rules that must be adhered to. Right. So now take the question, that same question, but place it as per the retail repo division. Those best practices, because one of the questions, the question that I asked a while ago in terms of how much access would I now have to my funds, would that mean, therefore, that there are some best practices that would say, you know, once the, the client repays X amount, then clearly they should be able to have access. And, and that is independent of any you know, one-on-one agreement that the client may have with the bank per se? For the retail repo, every action or activity is governed by the the master retail repurchase agreement. Okay. So that lays out all of what can happen, what should happen for for the retail repo. So those are guidelines as to, you know, can I pledge a repo contract, first of all, and then it goes on to tell you what 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 is the standard, what should happen for okay. every investor to follow, investor okay. as well as the, the security dealer. All right, so so that we are about to wrap our conversation now, and I want to ask you at this point to leave your final thoughts with me. There, perhaps there are things that you wanted to get out that I did not ask, and so at this mm-hmm. point, I'm just going to ask you perhaps to summarize, but also any additional point that you want to make at this time? Firstly, let me, let me just, for the retail repo section that I manage, persons should, investors, the trustee is here to secure or try to secure the interest of the investor. However, the investor needs to have a, a relationship with their security broker to ensure that all the guidelines that are contained in that master retail repurchase agreement are followed and adhered to. For the fund administration, the JCSD trustee offers the service to, to fund managers. And it is the benefits of it is basically to reduce the cost and to to create effective recording of the activities of the funds. And I will encourage fund managers to look into our services and to, you know, give us a call. Okay. And for the benefit of everyone listening, break down JCSD for us. Jamaica Central Securities Depository. And within the company, you have a, a subsidiary the Jamaica, the JCSD trustee services that does trustee work for collective investment schemes, for security issuers, issuers of securities, debt securities, and custodians for 
for debt instruments. Okay. And finally, where can our listeners find you, Suzette Price? 40 Harbour Street. Um, my email address, I can give up my email address, which is suzette.price at jams.ex.com. Okay. And also on the next. Of course. And the website is jamstockx.com. Thank you so much, Suzette Price. Suzette Price is the manager of the retail repo division of the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And so I want to ask you, my audience member, do you want to win JSE branded gift tokens, baskets? If they're appealing to you, what I'm going to ask you to do is to retweet this episode that is shared on JamstockX on Twitter, tag at the you that's T-H-E-E-N-T-R-E-P-Y-O-U. And just tell us, what is the JTrader Pro that Suzette McNaught spoke about in last week's episode? Of course, from that, we will pick a few winners and it may just be you. So give it a try. Just give it a try. All right. It's now time for the JSE Insider, giving you inside information on happenings and updates by the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Now, Dolphin Cove, some good news here. Dolphin Cove starting to rehire. Dolphin Cove Marine Park is in the process of rehiring staff that were laid off during the pandemic. Chairman Stafford Burrows notes that the drop-off in the traffic last year between 70 and 80%. Since then, there have been improvements with 50% being local customers. This has prompted the need to increase staff complement. Thank you for tuning in to the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange with your host, Henneke Watkins-Porto. Of course, that's me. We trust that we answered your questions relating to the fund administration services of the JCSD trustee services. And we talked about some repo, what that division does and all of that. We trust that we made it clearer for you. Remember to join us next week for another educational episode as we help to demystify the capital market. To stay in touch or to learn more about the Jamaica Stock Exchange and you, you can head over to jamstockx.com to register for a free account. That's if you want to know about the Jamaica Stock Exchange in general, not just the podcast. Remember to send us your feedback at podcast at jamstockx.com or on social media at JamstockX. The Jamaica Stock Exchange and You is produced by Henneke Watkins-Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. You can find it at hennekewatkinsporter.com where you can consume content on leadership and entrepreneurship lessons from guests like the JSE's Managing Director, Marlene Street Forest, Richard Branson, Seth Godin, Lisa Nichols, and a host of others. Until next week, remember, as Warren Buffett says, rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. Take care.